And now, Dateline Jasoon presents Useless ERB Trivia from Jason Gridley. Hello, folks. Today's Useless ERB Trivia is about why Elmo Lincoln did not get the speaking part in Tarzan the Ape Man. Listen now to a recording of his voice during his tryout for Tarzan the Ape Man. Mary had a widow ram. His fleece was white as snow. And everywhere that Mary went, the man was sure to go. Umgawa, Sahib. And there you have it. Tune in next time for more useless ERB trivia. I'll get you for that, Gridley. <laughs>
Um, and that's a pretty consistent group over that nine years. Uh, yes, yes. I mean, a monthly meeting for nine years, that's yeah. quite a... Uh, and, we, and, and, and I think the, the meetings have sort of uh, a theme or, or something like that every month? We, we do pick a topic of discussion. That doesn't mean we always discuss it, mm-hmm. but uh, it, it, is a, it is something that we, we do attempt to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess one of the reasons for our longevity is the fact that we've got a great fan base. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a member that was the former uh, chairman of the Burroughs Bibliophiles Board of Directors, mm-hmm. and several board members, the secretary of the Burroughs Bibliophiles. Um, one member, Frank Cho, is, is a famous uh, artist. Mm-hmm. He uh, used to do Liberty Meadows. Um, Mark Wheatley, who has published comic books and actually drawn and mm-hmm. uh, stories for Malibu Comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did the Tarzan story for Malibu Comics. Al Gross, who wrote the Sunday strip for right. several uh, installments. Yeah. Um, you know, some of us have been collecting burrows you know, for 30 years, yeah. and we just have a good good fan base. And, and, uh, and, those, and those monthly meetings are, are pretty informal too it's just Defi- a, a oh, good way to, to get together every month and, and uh, talk the, about everything yeah we talk about besides more than just, that's too. right and we all have other interests and there's a lot of overlapping mm-hmm. and we just enjoy getting together and 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 sharing our hobby yeah I'm, I'm not sure that there are any other groups anywhere else that are quite as as dedicated as the panthans have been i, I know the the la suburbs are, have been meeting and, and doing that kind of thing, and but uh, I think the Panthens really have. We we definitely uh, the, the best group going, and, and it's just really because of our our active fan base. Right. Um, you mentioned the suburbs; they they try to meet uh, a couple times a year. Yeah. Um, and they like us have hosted several annual conventions, and uh, you know we're going to be hosting the ECOF. Gathering, and that's the Edgar Rice Burroughs Chain of Friendship Gathering, and during that convention this August, um, and and that'll and that'll be a, a for for people that have no idea what a Burroughs convention is, just just describe some of the your, that the Panthens are putting together for for this weekend in in August two thousand six. Uh, what what can someone who's never been to a convention expect? Well, the one thing they can expect is a, a dealer's room, a place mm-hmm. to, to find and purchase books, movie material, fan right. material, just almost anything under the sun relating right. to Tarzan and Edgar Rice Burroughs. Uh, Which also, is one of my favorite parts of a convention. Well, that's, <laughs> I think, think most, I, most people spend time in the dealer's room. Yeah. We're also going to have several panels. I know one of them is going to be uh, involving Jane, because Jane is from... Baltimore, and uh, the convention is going to be in Rockville, which is it's a suburb of Washington D.C., but it's about 35 miles from Baltimore. Um, Vern Coriel Memorial Banquet, uh, Burroughs Bibliophiles Banquet, okay. will be held at the Eckhoff Gathering this year. It'll be the first time both conventions are uh, have been combined. Right. Uh, since the beginning of the Eckhoff Gathering, which is about 20 years ago, yeah. I think about 20 years ago. Um, by the way, the other panel that we will be having during this weekend, um, the Panthans are in the process of publishing um, a book, uh, 
at Grace Burroughs in the 21st century, and mm-hmm. there'll be a panel with people that have been involved with the, the putting the book together, and they'll be talking about that. Wow, okay. And then tell me a little bit more about that. That's uh, What kind of project is that? Uh, it, to do it, it? The project is right. Um, you know, one thing that the Pantheans need is something to, to focus on, and uh, it was my idea that we publish a book. Mm-hmm. And so we requested um, through in the Burroughs fandom, throughout Burroughs fandom, anybody that was interested to send in an article, um, something original, original material, I, I mean, when I say original fiction, mm-hmm. um, or just an article relating to, to the realms of Edgar Rice Burroughs. And it had to be original. Not, nothing. We're not reprinting anything. We've got several artists in our group, and they are mm-hmm. contributing artwork. Sure. We're in no hurry to publish it. Like I say, it yeah. gives us. It gives it's us kind of a project on. for the Panthens to work. That's right. On. Okay. And we're we're really hoping to have it published August mm-hmm. for sale at the uh, the Eckhoff Gathering. Okay. It's going to be seventy five dollars, and that'll okay. that'll include uh, your membership. In the packet will be. Uh, you know, a T-shirt, a button, okay. uh, name badge. Um, we've this will be our fourth convention that we've hosted, right. and we go through our monthly publication uh, called the National Capital Panthan Journal, mm-hmm. and we pick you know a selection of original material and we publish it uh, as a highlights. Right. And right. so this will be number four, and that'll be part of the packet. And it'll also include um, your banquet ticket, mm-hmm. and uh, we yeah. don't have any we don't have any big name guests lined up yet. We're still working on that. Mm-hmm. Um, Bolu. Would you? Uh, one of the things I'm hoping to do is is introduce fans through this this podcast uh, to sort of some of the organized Burroughs fandom. And and what would you say to fans that? didn't even know that the Burroughs Bibliophiles existed or, or that there were yearly conventions. Uh, what would you say to them to, to maybe get them to, to stop by to the ECOF this year? The greatest thing about these annual conventions is the people that you get to know. Mm-hmm. Um, they share a similar interest with you, and you can spend all weekend you know, sharing and swapping stories and discussing this different plot lines. Mm-hmm. My 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 best friends all come out of Burroughs fandom, yeah. and you know, I just I, I go to all the meetings that we have every year, mm-hmm. and uh, they're just it's a great place to meet and and become friends with people that share your interest. Yeah. That's the best part about it. All right, well that sounds great, Bill. Thanks for joining me on Dateline Jassoom and. Uh, Hopefully, uh, I'm, I'm sure I'll be at the convention this year, so uh, we'll talk again then. Looking forward to seeing you then. Okay. Bye-bye. The ECOF will be held August 3rd through the 6th in Rockville, Maryland. Sticking to our theme this week, our topic of conversation with the Jetic of the North was Burroughs Conventions. Have you ever been to a Burroughs Convention? <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been to a few. Uh, I, I, I think I saw you at a few as well. I, yeah, you know, I, I haven't been to as many as, as some, I know, but uh, 
they are quite fun. Yeah, our first was in Tarzana, uh, and uh, it was a real, quite a thrill meeting all all the faces that uh, we knew the names of, and putting the faces together with the names. And uh, we were at the the uh, the Marriott Hotel on the first convention. That was uh, what 2000, I guess, and. Uh, uh, it, it was a it was a weird experience. We were surrounded by normal people, and we had all these Mangani prowling the hallways. <laughs> I think are, you're talking about 199. I think it was 1999. Is that the one I, where yeah, Dis, it, where it, Disney was uh, showed us the uh, the Disney Tarzan? Yeah, you're right. It's 99. I, I guess uh, the next 2000 was the uh, ECOF uh, that we had attended in Clarksville, probably. And um, besides sort of putting names to faces, what, how would you describe to, to someone who's never been to a dum-dum or an ECOF what, what it's all about? Well, there's always a slate of panels uh, uh, for the academics, and, and uh, uh, there's, there's something for everyone, I would think. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes it gets a little bit goofy, I guess. Well, it does. Uh, I, I know... Uh, uh, Bob Woodley, Terak, and myself had a had a, a fight to the death <laughs> in the lobby of the Marriott one time. Well, you're here talking to me. You must have been the uh, victor in that one. <laughs> I was probably a draw, although we both claimed victory and, and we both survived. But even though it was a fight to the death, uh, I'd sort of filled in for Predator for Dennis Wilcat. Uh, they'd had a long time feud over the internet, and uh, he wasn't there, so I, I stepped in, and we we had the uh, the uh, Johnny Weissmuller knife, the movie prop knife. And we, were, uh-huh. we were dueling with that, and and really strange to see uh, uh, the reactions of the people around us, because at the same time uh, during that convention, the hotel was also hosting. Uh, uh, a graduation ceremony for kindergarten kids and there they were these little kindergarten kids in their caps and gowns looking in awe upon these these crazy people screaming and fighting in the hallway <laughs> I and yeah I I often wonder what uh, other people make of uh, the Burroughs fans when they show up like that and that's that's a classic example I guess well there's also a, a meeting of bankers or insurance men or lawyers or somebody all in their suits and and uh, they were a bit taken aback by George McWhorter's uh, ape cry that resonated through the hallways. I need I need to get a recording of uh, George doing his uh, his yodel because uh, uh, that's that's the classic open to every uh, every convention banquet, isn't it? It is, uh, and he, he does a, a marvelous job because he was a professional singer. Uh, he worked Radio City Music Hall, and he did he did a, a lot of major stuff, and he still does some some pretty good uh, singing gigs uh, around Louisville. Mm-hmm. I know. Uh, I think at one time when we were talking, you you weren't sure whether or not you're going to the convention in August. Uh, any any idea yet whether or not you're going to be there? Well, we're still working on it. Uh, we we both uh, teach at a university here, and uh, it. it Depends on the new contracts and and uh, when terms begin and, and classes and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it, it it's really uh it's all uh, dependent upon our work schedules. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm amazed at at people that have just been uh, going to conventions for 
dozens of years, uh, year after year, always show up. I, I guess the best example is is Lawrence Dunn from England, who just uh, comes comes over the pond every year to, to attend these. I think he's had about 40 trips uh, across the seas, and uh, which is incredible, really. I can't think of any fan who has been that uh, that loyal to to fandom because uh, he flies over two or three times a year sometimes. Yeah. Why, why do you think it is that Burroughs fans are so dedicated? I suppose fans of other things, uh, Star Trek fans or, or whoever your, your fandom is or whatever your fandom is, you have dedicated fans. But do you think there's anything in particular about Burroughs fans that drive them like that? Well, they go back so far. Uh, like the uh, the Burroughs works go back a hundred years, and uh, so you have people of all these ages, and uh, some of them tapped into Burroughs back back in in the 30s, and they are still with us and still very active in fandom. And we uh, we have the youngsters, and we just keep tapping into it. I I guess I I, I sort of stretch back to just the post-war years. And uh, but along the way, peop- a lot of people were picked up by the boom in the '60s, and uh, and, and there's so many facets to to Burl's fandom, like the movies, the radio shows, and the comics, and and the books, and uh, it you know it goes on and on. There's and we all find something in common. Okay. All right, Bill. Um, is there any any tidbits of news coming up that uh, that you think would be of interest to fans that? Uh, um we should mention here. Well, the, the big thing on the on the horizon is the uh, the opening night for for the Disney uh, Disney stars in the Broadway musical in the Richard Rogers Rogers Theater on May 10th, and uh, it's uh, they're really gearing up for that. It's in in uh, previews now, and uh, I've been sharing a lot of stuff uh, in uh, on the Herbzine site uh, about what's happening there. Uh, there's a lot of souvenirs. For for sale in the lobby, I know, and uh, and uh, we're we're uh, attending that. Oh, are you? Uh, you're going to be there for opening night. We'll be there for opening night, but as guests of Disney and and uh, ERB Inc. That's fantastic. So we hope to get some good pictures, and I I've, I've written all the bios that appear in the publicity and and uh, and uh, sent them pictures and stuff like that. That sounds great. All right, Bill, thanks very much, uh, and we'll be talking to you in, in a couple weeks. I'll look forward to it. That's it for this week's show, folks. Thanks for listening. Uh, that sound clip, if you didn't recognize it during uh, the interview with Bill, was from my favorite Tarzan movie, Tarzan's Greatest Adventure. I'll talk to you in two weeks. This is Elmo from the Barsoomian Blade Bureau in Chicago, signing off.